the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, let's try it one last time. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome back to our itsy-bitsy, teensy-weensy Saturday morning show, Denver's only live and local lineup from 6 a.m. with Jam and Jimmy. Today I'll be taking you up till noon starting next week. Peter Boyles returns to radio, 9 to 12, and, uh, and I will be moving to the nighttime. So it's really funny. I was talking with Jimmy when he came in how a... Uh, how things go full circle because I believe might have been in as a guest. I know I'd been in a couple of times as a guest on Backbone Radio back when Krista Kafer and Matt Dunn were doing that show. But I think the very first time I filled in as a guest host on 710 KNUS was on the Jimmy Sangenberger show at 5 p.m. on Saturdays. So here we are. And Alexa, thank you. Thank you for acknowledging five years at KNUS. This month starts my sixth year here. My, let's see, eighth year and ninth month doing talk radio and uh, how things sort of go full circle because uh, that was awfully exciting to come over to a new station and, and uh, try and fill in. And I'm just darn sure that, uh, that it was Jimmy's show. So we've got a busy show for you today. No guests, 303-696-1971. If you'd like to join the conversation, 303-696-1971. One thing that I left you with last week and that I've been thinking about and uh, just trying to work through is what do you call a new show? Wake Up with Randy Corcoran was created back when I was doing a daily morning show at another station. And uh, and my wife, who actually gave me the name, told me what it was going to be, said, you know, because I asked her, what, well, what if I'm not doing mornings? What if I move to a different time slot or move to a different station or something like that? And she said, wake up fits, man, because it's wake the heck up. So the question is, what do we do with the name when we do this transition? And I just don't know. Could it be wind up with Randy Corcoran? Could it be step up with Randy Corcoran? Hmm. So that's one of the topics on the table. What do we name the new show? 303-696-1971. Of course, this was the week of the darkest, most dire, most politically dreadful, supposedly national speech that I have ever heard in all of politics. It was it was dreary and dreadful, and I'm not going to expose you to it again. Instead, as we go through the show today, we're going to share some audio of what other people, especially MAGA people, are saying about the speech. And I thought, who better, who better to start with than the one and only Carrie Lake, future governor of Arizona, the woman who won every single county during her primary and i'll 
I'll preface this a little bit by just telling you because you can't maybe won't be able to hear the reporter's question very well. But the reporter's question to Carrie Lake was at, at an event for her promoting her candidacy and everything else. You've said that Joe Biden is dividing America, but what do you say about Donald Trump when he says that our elections are stolen and on and on and on? Hopefully, maybe you can hear most of this for yourself. Questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country. Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We're, we have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, there's so many big, thick bars now. They relocated these microphones so they could do video from the studio, and it covers up all the switches. So, you know, I'm just – I'm an old guy. It's hard to get used to new tricks. Phone calls are rolling in. We're going to talk to you in just a moment, 303-696-1971. But what a great answer from Carrie Lake. Every single media question – tries to bring it back to Trump and how divisive and how outside of norms we've become. And she just handles it so beautifully. And I've got some examples of Ron DeSantis doing the same that we will get into here in just a little bit. Text messages coming in. Yeah, keep it up. Keep wake up with Randy Corcoran. Still works at 5 p.m. because we are saying wake the heck, heck, heck up. Almost said the H-E double toothpick. Um, here's another one. Dinner with Randy. Boo, eat, no. Um, how about happy hour with Randy Corporate? Well, you'll have to tune in next week at 5 p.m. to see just how happy hourish it is. I don't expect the show to change one bit because, as you know, I am the favorite radio host of the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine of the mainstream media folks who are always telling us how wrong Trump is, how great the FBI is, and and how we need to get our act together. And of course, the absolute favorite, downloaded, retweeted, talked about endlessly by the establishment Republicans. So I think 5 p.m. is going to be pretty hot, and we shall see. Will you come over? Will you tune in or at least download the podcasts? Man, I hope so, because the fun thing about this slot has been, you know, people are getting up, they're getting out, they're rolling in their cars, they're firing up their lawnmower, popping in their AirPods and, and uh, staying with us. Gosh, it seems like literally throughout the morning with phone lines full, text messages blowing up. 
And I just want to see if that can translate over to 5 p.m. on Saturday night. We shall see. But um, I would think of anything. It's going to give me a better opportunity to come in and be more prepared to interact with you. Because these mornings are tough, you know. I've got grandbabies and a wife and a family and late Friday nights uh, standing thing that I do. And um, so it's uh, when I came in at 6 a.m., that was something. But uh, even 9 has turned out to be a bit of a push. And uh, so I think moving to 5 p.m. is going to be A-OK. For instance, next week, my very first um, 9 a.m. excursion will be to the Loveland Classic Car Auction. Haven't been able to go to that in a long time and because uh, it kicks off around 9 o'clock. And so my buddy and I, if the weather's good, we'll, we'll roll up in, the har- in our bikes. And, and, uh, uh, and if not, we've got uh, some fun automobiles that we can drive to the Classic Car Show. And it's, I just love those things. It's, a, it's an auction, so it gives me an idea of what things are selling for and what's out there. And just, you know, I was a car guy for 20 years before I became a lawyer 24 years ago. So, um, uh, and of course, as I mentioned last week when uh, the announcement finally became public about the return of Peter Boyles uh, and coming into this morning slot, it's really been um, – a struggle for me to miss my oldest grandson, three-year-old, who is literally kicking the heinies off of four- and five-year-olds in these dirt bike races. And he's Now, you know, his dad tweaked his bike a little bit, and we got that going for us, and he's a little lighter than those bigger kids, but uh, it's just fun, and you, you hate to miss any of those moments. So I'll be grateful to have those mornings freed up. And, uh, and I just hope that you'll tune in 9 to noon on Saturdays and uh, keep that show um, as stimulating and interactive and moving along as this one. I, I can't imagine with uh, the, the only remaining radio legend and icon here in Denver that's actively broadcasting. I can't imagine his return won't um, create the opportunity for a whole lot of fun. So um, – we're going to get to Lynn here in just one second. There was one story I wanted to share with you. And last week, I got a lot of feedback when I told the story about the um, the kidnapped little girl and the last-minute action that uh, we had the opportunity to, to jump into, just I guess because we were found in an Internet search. And... Uh, you know, worked late that night getting papers filed, showed up at court early the next morning to get special orders, had a, a young judge who I'd never been in front of before come out and and said, you know, I don't think we're going to do this, counsel. This is extraordinary what you're asking for. Haven't done this type of a case before. And then proceeded to give me a couple of hours to show him why not only should he do it, but he could do it legally. And it was essential. It was exactly what the law was designed for to be used very, very rarely in very, very extraordinary circumstances. And by the end of the day, that little girl and her dad were on their way back to their home state down south. And so uh, people were just heartwarmed by that. And, and that came as part of why I was so happy last week, and it's continued this week. Um, but that action, that unexpected action, came at after the culmination of a, I don't know, year-long battle to try and get a child adopted, get a bio mom who'd basically ditched out, had for years, um, 
to get her rights terminated. So a loving stepmom married to the biological dad, they could become a family and not have to worry and be looking over their shoulder or anything else. And the, the little, uh, the young man was there 13. And, um, so, you know, that I had never actually in all my years, 24 years practicing law, I had never actually sat in on an actual adoption hearing. I'd had other, uh, my other lawyers doing that. And, um, so it it was just an amazing week, an amazing sort of, I don't know, reminds me why I got into the business in the first place. And uh, the now legal mom may be listening today. Um, she and I communicated last week, and she loved that I t- talked about their story. And she said that her son, the recent adoptee, wants to be a a lawyer now and help kids like him. And we just, it just, you know, you get those stories back and forth. Um, Some of the things that she said were just, uh, I I don't know, I could probably retire now and retire as a happy man. So Misty, if you're listening, thank you for all of that. And if Zach, as he grows up, um, if he is serious about getting into law, uh, boy, oh boy, I hope I can just be a part of uh, some of those conversations along the way because I think that would be a fantastic outcome for something like this. Many of you know that I got into law because I was doing volunteer work in the courts for kids and uh, was so frustrated that you know, well-intentioned lawyers would come in with a boatload of cases in their briefcase and not know their families, not know their kids, and then just mess them up. And the judges were looking to me for information, but I could not I could not object or argue or do anything. And that's really what drove me. In fact, the, the class I did the very best in at the University of Denver got the Amjur Award, highest grade, was child advocacy. So this sort of full circle um, – return after two years of COVID nightmare and fighting for businesses and, you know, talking to you about, please do your research on the dangerous and deadly jabs and everything else. Um, to once in a while get back to the roots of what made me love this business in the very first place has been pretty darn cool. Speaking of COVID, interesting, isn't it? The National Institute of Health has now identified ivermectin as a, um, legitimate and useful tool for the treatment of COVID-19. And I just saw a link to that story. I haven't pulled it up. I'm going to look at it on the break, make sure it's real. But uh, I saw people talking about it on social media. We shall see. But um, that's absolutely amazing. Last thing before we get to the calls, people have ideas about the show and uh, Don in Colorado Springs is standing by. But listen to this. I, I told you that the Sort of the joy and the everlasting glow from last week has continued this week because this came entirely out of the blue. And let's see, what did he say about using names? Uh, Yep, can use first names if you like. Okay. Randy, the last few days have been a whirlwind. Just drove back from taking Olivia to her college at Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona, which is an amazing university. You, my friend, were greatly instrumental in making this happen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thousands more. 
No matter the trials in life and court and tribulations, God has been watching over me and you were God sent. I truly hope that someday soon, amongst your busy schedule, we can sit down for a cup of coffee or adult beverage, and I'd really love to share with you all the wonderful moments having Olivia in my life the past 10 years. As always, I pray God's many blessings for you and Tana. David, one very proud dad. A case that, you know, you forget about in the course of hundreds and hundreds of cases and new topics. And and 10 years ago, I remember the battle for this guy. He had to sell his Harley Davidson in order to um, continue litigating his case. He sold it to me. And I told him I'd sell it back to him. You know, it was kind of like long-term financing. Didn't wind up happening. But um, man, oh man, he had just been so brutalized. His child so alienated from him. This beautiful little girl. And had to drive a long ways to a faraway county. And have just knock down, drag out, bloody court hearings for temporary orders and permanent orders. And, and, and this was way after the fact of the original custody orders, but so many just sort of emergency things that came out. And now 10 years later in college, and thank you. And I want to sit down and share all the wonderful moments having her in my life the past 10 years. Can you imagine just what that does to, a, to an old guy looking back on his career um, to know that those kinds of things have made such a difference. It's it's just amazing. All right, I promised some calls. Let's do them now. We'll start with Lynn. Ladies first this morning, as usual, on Wake Up with Randy Corcoran. Lynn and Longmont, good morning. We're back at 922. Randy Corcoran with you, 303-696-1971. We'll jump right back on the phones. Uh, we got Lynn back. Uh, sorry for the hiccup there, Lynn. Uh, but Alexa seems to be a mind reader this morning because I mentioned the ivermectin issue. And um, and then I look up and there's a text from from Alexa. We should be talking about why NIH now lists ivermectin as a viable treatment for COVID-19, has a 92% reduction in COVID-19 mortality rate. All the doctors and people who were banned, silenced, and fired over this, it's criminal. And just remember, we were talking about this two years ago. And uh, I used ivermectin when I had COVID, got fine, you know, two or three days, got well, to, uh, take it as a prophylactic now, uh, learned about it, was told why it would work. And others would come and tell us, that's horse tranquilizer. What are you doing? You're going to kill yourself. And now all of a sudden, magically, August 31st, 2022, on the National Institute of Health And I'm just looking at the top here, the pretty little American flag, an official website of the United States government under antiviral therapies. Antiviral therapy summary recommendations. Remdesivir, Ritonir, boosted Nermatrelvir, Paxlovid is what that is. Malnuprovarvir, Interferons, Ivermectin. Ivermectin showed up on the National Institute of Health website under COVID-19 treatment guidelines. And they say, well, it's being evaluated to treat. It's already been evaluated for two freaking years. Talk to the people who've taken it. Talk to the doctors who understand it, who were banned or challenged by the Colorado Board of Medical, uh, Medical Board at the Department of Regulatory Agencies. I've got, I don't know, 15 or 20 of those cases at my law firm, still pending. What will they say? Will they say, I'm sorry, 
I'm sorry for all the money the doctors had to spend. I'm sorry for all of the humiliation and embarrassment because we dared to uh, – because the doctors and people like me who learned from these doctors dared to talk about these alternatives to getting sucked into a hospital where hospitals get more money depending on how they treat you, slapping you on a – you know, sticking a tube down your throat. Man, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean – I didn't even mean to go this direction today. But it's pretty interesting that ivermectin shows up on the National Institute of Health website now as a antiviral therapy for the treatment of COVID-19 being evaluated. Yeah, right. It's a Nobel Prize winning drug that's been evaluated for 60 freaking years. We know what it does. We know why it helps with COVID-19. And I've, I've gone through all those details with my you know unmedical understanding of how it all works. So I will move on because Lynn, I tried to go to you a few minutes ago. Sorry about that. Ladies first on Wake Up with Randy yeah. Corporate. Good morning. Wow. You did get into the ivermectin thing and I totally believe and understand that. So I'm glad, but I want to just step back a little before that and uh, regarding the whole adoption thing. Then I, you're such an honorable man, Randy, and, and you put a shine on things and so no wonder you were honored when you were in law school in that in that level, and so I'm I'm just thrilled to hear about that sort of thing. We rarely do, and um, I was wanting one of my just first of all at the end I'd like to offer you my uh, uh, name for your show. Cool. But I wanted to. I grew up in an agricultural environment. I and ranch in northern Colorado, and um, when I saw Gerald Polis last week with his Western hat on and his Rockmont shirt and the whole schmear and all of that. And it was all about, uh, you know, getting these, uh, it was an incentive with this large group of people who decided that they were really going to be there for these kids and, and they're selling their, um, um, uh, their animals and all of that. And I was involved in part, all those sort of things. I just could not, well, of course I could believe it. You know, the first gentleman too is a, very opposed to all of that sort of thing and and beef and all and just was such an irritant i mean really do we really think that people are going to get away with that sort of a putting all of that out there with a joke lynn he's Crazy. such a, he's such a fraud even down to his name he he knew yeah. that jared polis should or schutz i think um didn't sound very good you could certainly have an awful lot of fun rhyming and you know uh Mm -hmm. uh, trumpetizing mm -hmm. his last name, and so he mm -hmm. changed his name uh, to be yeah. politically expedient. Just a phony. Yeah. And, and remember, the I mean, yeah. he was the guy responsible for meat out the meat out day. And, That's what I mean. And boy, did we turn That's that on its head. Joke. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have some a lot of armor in regard to this this uh, fraud. But uh, I just wanted to speak specifically to that. And then another little as not a little aspect at all. This whole issue that's rising to the fore about ranked choice voting, a Soros-backed entity, and I'm very, very concerned about this throughout the country taking hold. What is your feedback on that? It's awful. It's why Sarah Palin lost uh, in Alaska. Yes, it it's, is. That is right. It's uh, mm -hmm. If you go to the websites that promote it and then look at the people that support those websites and put out the the propaganda about how it, you know, gives everybody a fairer chance and it makes for more moderate 
results in our elections and um, mm-hmm. on and on and on. It all comes from the radical left because they have to do Absolutely. everything in their possibi- that they possibly can do to stop you know, America first candidates. It's not working, but, yeah. um, but I'm very concerned I'm about it because to- there's talk about bringing it to Colorado. Absolutely, of course. Well, I try to stay upbeat and optimistic, but it's getting pretty darn difficult. But um, anyway, I will persevere, and uh, I will be there for Heidi consistently as we move on. And and as far as a name for your show, you is currently Wake Up With Randy. How about Shake It Up With Randy? (laughs) Shake It Up, writing it down. You know, I've got to... In the evening. I, I've got to run all these by the big boss lady at home. So yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, hey, I, real quick on Heidi, isn't it great to see the yeah. polls closing? Um, yeah. And you know the the attacks are going to start. She's going to be too radical. Her governor, mm-hmm. uh, her lieutenant governor candidate, has actually spoken out against the election fraud. Um, it you know too radical for Colorado. We'll see all of that as Polis rolls mm-hmm. out his twenty plus million dollars to take yeah. her on. But in this particular year, when the when the issue is school boards and children and crime yeah. and inflation, oh, yeah. I just don't know what's going to work. So, yeah, hang in there. I, I max donated to Heidi as soon as she became the nominee. So did I. Just because mm-hmm. I, I, there was no reason uh, – there was nothing about her that I couldn't support once she won the That's primary. Right. Yeah. And she's pretty strong. You You push her and she's right there to hold her – Hey, Lynn, I've got full um, lines, but while I've got you, okay. uh, we've got lots of time yes. today because I'm not doing any guests. Um, so Don and Reb, please stand by. But Lynn, um, what about Joe O'Day? Uh, Carl Rove was in town last week. The establishment is definitely getting behind Joe O'Day. Um, mm-hmm. He is being very, very uh, careful to make it clear that he will not run on the social issues. He's about you know securing the border, fixing inflation, things like that. Uh, and in the polling that you see, I mean, there's one poll that has him down 11 points, but in other polling, it looks like he is also closing the gap. Um, mm-hmm. And last week we had Trevor Loudon on the show who said, look, after the primaries, it's about stopping the communists. Forget about your petty dis- – I shouldn't say petty, and he didn't say that. Forget about your disagreements mm-hmm. with the candidate. It's about stopping the communists running the Democrat Party. What's your view on that? Oh, boy. It's a broad issue, and I know a lot. Of, I'd prefer not to say how I, well, I'm going to vote for O'Day. And so um, I think he has the best chance of winning. And so um, that's where I am. I did say I wouldn't, but that, yeah. And um, I have mixed feelings about that, but that's where I am. I am not looking forward to Peter Boyle being back on the air. I well, respect him and his longevity and all of that. But I don't. It gets into these raging things. Well, Lynn, let's uh, let's yeah. Let you know. Call in if you don't like what he's saying. Talk to him about it. But oh, uh, I will. But uh, yeah, I think. Listen, this is a guy that retired, had a health thing pop yeah. up, scared him, got him out. Absolutely. And uh, and he's you know he he's still healthy, sounds good, and uh, and if this is what sure. he wants to and do, I, I think he's in, yeah he's entitled to come back I and do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lynn. Well, but, thank you, and I hope you'll follow to five p.m. I will. I'll try to connect with that. The Uh, very uh, best to you, Randy, and your family. Thank you so much, Lynn. God bless you Uh, as well. All right. Lynn's line is open, 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Before we go to Don, let me just play. Oh, we didn't get Trevor Loudon in yet, did we? Okay. I think we'll be able to do that pretty soon. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, let's go to Don then. Don on line two in Colorado Springs. Welcome back, sir. Hey, uh, hope 
you enjoy your afternoons, and I am looking forward to Peter Boyle's returning because somebody needs to put you in check at times when the Republican Party uh, is out of line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. Appreciate it. God bless hey, you, sir. I hope we'll see you soon. Um, oh, Mike Boyle's calling in. Let's find out what that's all about. But um, we do have to talk about the dark red. I mean, have you have you seen that one picture of Joe Biden standing at the podium with his hands up and his his fists clenched with that dark blood satanic red behind him? Two Marines posted on either side of the entrance of the entrance to Independence Hall. And I saw someone contrast that with I – mean, I watch a lot of history, History Channel, old World War II stuff, and sometimes Adolf Hitler speeches will pop up with that same angry, crazed look, power hungry. And they're attacking us. They tell us that you know MAGA, uh, we're dangerous, we're too radical. As Donald Trump reminded – Joe Biden, after that obnoxious speech, which, by the way, he walked back the next day. Well, I don't think MAGA, all, you know, MAGA Republicans are dangerous. I just, just backpedaled 100%. But Donald Trump reminded him of one thing. MAGA stands for Make America Great Again. That's all. It's not a matter of um, – <laughs> it's – in fact – I just get overwhelmed thinking about what it means to be an America First supporter, a MAGA movement advocate. It means a return to prosperity, a return to security, a return to our efforts to become a sovereign country by closing our border. It means standing up against sexualizing our children in kindergarten and dragging them to drag queen shows that they have to now circle and protect with armed Antifa guards it means standing up for America on the world stage. It means not leaving billions of dollars of our military equipment for the Taliban to now own and sell on the black market or abandoning Americans who are still struggling to survive and get out of Afghanistan or checking our watch as the caskets of 13 dead Americans after the botched withdrawal are paraded in front of you disgusting. And man, oh man, I can't wait. I I almost wished today that I was doing the 5 p. Well, I guess that wouldn't have worked either because um, Donald Trump is doing his first rally since Mar-a-Lago in Pennsylvania. Might be 4 o'clock Denver time. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And I was thinking, man, oh man, would it be fun to be on the air and be able to plug in and out of that thing live. But I cannot wait to see what the response is from Donald Trump to everything that's happened. And people are texting in about Don from Colorado Springs. You know, I just stopped um, a caller from from bashing on Peter, and then the next thing he thinks he needs to do is to bash on us So because Peter needs to come in and keep us straight. So that's why I gave him short shrift. I just, come on, man. Have a little better sense of timing. Have a little more grace, at least... On one day. And I, I just love it that these establishment Republicans or establishment non-Republicans or, you know, the mainstream media folks are going to, I guess, bring us into line. 
they're going to what am I looking at? Oh, okay. Oh, very good. Well, let's let's pause just a moment. I get into these little rants right now with full lines, but I did see Mike Boyle was calling in on the guest line. And Mike, it was so great to see you at the Dennis Prager Cigar Night, man. How are you doing? Nice seeing you, Randy. It was a fun night, wasn't it? It was wonderful. And boy, did Dennis Prager tell some truth. I listen to Dennis Prager on, whenever I can on a daily basis. And I told him, I said, thank you so much for sharing my identical thoughts, my exact thoughts, my positions, but it's stating them so much more eloquently than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just loved it. And he, he made it quite clear as uh, when I play this Trevor Loudon clip from last week's show a little bit later in the show that um, it's no longer about beating your candidate if you're running as a Republican. It's about beating the radical left. And he didn't say communists like Trevor Loudon did, but the radical left that is now in charge of the Democrat. Every Republican should be re- running on beating the leftists and their policies not just trying to take on an individual personality. I really agreed with that point. Randy, I couldn't agree with you more. If you line up any candidate, what's the old saying? The only perfect candidate is you. If you line up any candidate on 10, 50, 100 issues, you'll disagree with them adamantly on one or two or three. It doesn't matter to me. I vote Republican, and when I have the primary vote, I vote for the candidate that I think would win. But come November, I'll be pulling a straight R ticket because I'm just not going to get hung up on where Joe O'Day or Heidi Ganahl or somebody else is on one particular issue. And I want to let you know how thrilled I am to have you following me, by the way. I, this is a nice segue. <laughs> from At 5 o'clock on Saturday starting next week. That's going to be a ball. Randy, if you have anything that you want to talk about if you have any guests you want to announce you please feel free to call me anytime and we'll get you right on well i I want to tell you how much i appreciated during the lockdowns when especially restaurants were hammered so hard by these unilateral policies you know the damage to our kids the damage to our businesses were not because of covid they were because of the government's reaction to covid And you invited me on multiple times on the restaurant show to talk about different businesses and what we were doing to try to keep them open and all of that. Uh, And I I was just so grateful for that. It's going to be great. Now, do you ever come in and do the show live from the studio? Will I see you when we transition? Not if I can help it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is cool to be able to just plug in a box and be able to do the show from anywhere. Well, and I like to go to restaurants, and we've got these things called boil meal deals where – I go to a restaurant, I do the broadcast, we get people a great meal, a great deal. And so that's an opportunity to focus on a restaurant, save the listeners a little bit of money. So, um, you know, uh, but if I ever do get to the studio, I'd love to have you come on with me. (laughs) What do you have on tap for the restaurant show today? You know what? It's a recorded show because I'm heading to Greeley. A good friend of mine is the president of University of Northern Colorado, took it over a couple of years ago. So I bought season tickets, even though this is the only game I will go to. And uh, I'm just going to go up, to, I'm going to stop at Fat Albert's and get myself a pie. She's got chocolate cream pie that is absolutely the best you can possibly imagine. Do you like chocolate cream pie? Oh, man, oh, man, you're making my mouth water. 
<laughs> I, I'd worry about you, Andy, if you did. Uh, Andy, I'm all right. It's Andy Feinstein, the president of UNC. I'd worry about you, uh, Randy, if you didn't. And, you know, our own Blake Olson is the, the new play-by-play guy for the University of Northern Colorado Bears. I love that guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he got so, that gig. Eddie Mack, of course, is the head coach up there. Sure. They'll get it going. Mike, one last question. When I saw you at the Cigar Night, all this wonderful food laid out and, of course, cigars and um, there was great drinks, great conversation, love. I'm going to tell a special story uh, about the last listener that I talked to before I left Cigar Night okay. um, earlier this week, later in the show. But I take a look at you, man. You do the restaurant show, all of this great <laughs> food, and you are just uh, in fighting weight, trim, and lean. How do you do it? Clean living, Randy. Clean living. <laughs> well, that explains my problem. <laughs> All right. Hey, God bless you, man. I look forward to transitioning with you next week. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on, Randy. And Thank- join the show while I drive up to Greeley. Thank you, man. Oh, what, a special, right. what a special call. I really do appreciate that. All right, 941. We're late on the break. Just turned to 942. Johnny Bill Reb, sit tight. Uh, No guests today. We're going to do your calls all morning long. 303-696-1971. When a number opens, when a line opens up, we'll tell you. And we'll be right back here on 710-KNUS. Outlaws. Can't imagine why they'd put that bumper music on my show. It's 9.47, 13 minutes to go until 10 o'clock. Randy Corcoran, 303-696-1971. Phone lines are full. And I mentioned... To It was really nice to have Mike Boyle call in. Hadn't seen him in a while and uh, ran into him at the Dennis Prager Cigar Night, ran into a bunch of you as well, talked to, I don't know, at least a dozen regular listeners to this show, and every one of them said, yeah, I'll be around at 5 o'clock or I'll be grabbing the podcast. So that was pretty cool because, as you know, we're moving starting next week to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. Peter Boyles will be in this slot starting on September the 10th. But the very last person who came up to me as I was – I had just run – I was on the Harley and uh, had a little riding to do and I was on my way out. I just uh, come out of the restroom. So um, you know, I was by myself and going out sort of the side. There's just this long hallway out of the view house, spectacular venue for these Dennis Prager cigar nights. Thanks to them and all the sponsors by the way. It was really a terrific night. And um, – Really wasn't thinking anymore about the night. I was thinking ahead to the other things I still had to do, and uh, guy stopped me, and we started to talk. He said he was a regular listener, and uh, he said that he'd been hearing about Cenogenics for a long time. And then he said, "It wasn't until I heard you talking about them in your personal experience that I finally decided to give them a call." And and I thought, well, that's really cool. Uh, you know, it's it's nice when you can talk from personal experience about something that you think is really great for other people. And then he told me a little bit about his medical history. And his medical history, and his name is Bill Maitland. He said, you know, feel free to use my name. Included uh, a cancer fight, almost losing his life. And what he told me, which, again, these last two weeks, man, I've just been, uh, I ride around on the Harley, but I feel like I'm flying around just elevated with all of the wonderful human stories that are touching my life. 
And he said that if he hadn't been persuaded to contact Cenogenics, um, that he probably would be losing his life. He thinks that it saved his life. And he talked about his first meeting with Dr. Watt and how hilarious it was and what a great guy he is and how, um, you know, <laughs> Dr. Watt's uh, medical term for uh, people who come in who start out in pretty bad shape is train wreck. And so we laughed about that. And um, I think probably next Saturday when we kick off the evening show, um, I may ask Bill to call in. He couldn't do it today. Um, he has a conflict. But he sent me a text and he said, um, after hearing Dr. Watt and you on your program, your testimonials about the program, I probably would not have taken or have made the investment, which probably saved my life. I will send you texts on my progressions along this journey. He was so excited and so pumped up. So, Bill, thank you for saying it was okay to share that story. And I, I know you're not in a place you can call in today. We'll try and do that next um, next Saturday night. But uh, what a great testimonial and tribute to my friends Dr. McCallan and Dr. Watt at Cenogenics. We've talked about it so often that uh, as our hormones and metabolism decline as we get older, we get more at risk for a variety of diseases and problems, lack of mental clarity, lack of sexual function, inability to get rid of uh, fat or build good lean muscle, uh, just all of the things that um, as we age, we all become acutely aware of. And so I obviously can't say that Bill's life was saved, but he feels that way. And man, oh man, does that mean the world to me. I hope you'll call Cenogenics today too. learn more about how you can stay focused, become stronger, feel in control of your life again. They've been changing my life clearly already one visit and they're changing Bill's outlook on his entire life. And I know they can do the same for you. Their phone number is 720-387-3681, 720-387-3681. Or I always tell you it's easy, denver.cenogenics.com, denver.cenogenics.com. All right, let's grab Reb on line three. He's been waiting the longest. Reb, good morning. This U.S. Pentagon first team, Bubba Scout, Reb, BubbleTreeSquadron.com, complaining about this border issue. It's not an issue. It's phony, but we want to stop it everywhere. And when the governor of Texas, what an idiot, he boxes up the illegitimate alien garbage and sends them to Yankee City. What an idiot, costing the taxpayers of Texas millions of dollars to put on a it destroys America. What, why didn't he box them up and throw them back across the border? See what I mean? Nobody uses their head in America. That's why right now we are linked up with the Office of Secretary of Defense. Yeah, this is going around the world. We Reb, Reb what's that website that you mentioned at the start? VultureSquadron.com. It's being picked up around the world. And what will, what will people see if they go to that website? Everything we got. Look, going back to General Flynn, who ran our account when he was in the commander of defense intelligence. So they'll, they'll see everything you got, but what, what will that do for them? How will it help us uh, save the degradation of America that's going on right now? What will we learn by going U.S. There? Public Law 109-364, Section 1076, to put an immediate stop to these United Nations-run federal regions 
Eight. All right, so if, if people go to VultureSquadron.com, they can link onto that public law and then uh, see see what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. I'll All right. see it up close. Very good, Rep. Go I've right got I've got full lines, and I just got to say, man, I've, I now I know who you are. Um, I remember these earlier calls, and I never exactly know what's happening or, or what you're trying to get to by the end of the call. Literally so I'm going to order by force got, because it's okay. the law. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Reb, and um, VultureSquadron.com if you want to check it out. We're going to restore order by force. Nah, I'm not there. I am not there. The force of the will of um, the American people, the force of being on our knees and praying to God for strength and guidance and smart decision-making, the force of turning out on election day and standing up prior to election day to stop the nonsense with our elections, the courage to continue to talk about the stolen election of 2020 and not be afraid to look back. Because if we don't understand what happened in the past, we can't stop what's going to happen in the future. But I, I just couldn't, uh, I, I just couldn't do anymore. If you want to check out that website, you knock yourself out. I, Really, I think it's great optics. And I listen, I am not extremely pleased with the governor of Texas. Um, I think there are a lot more things he could be doing to just secure his own border, keep his state strengthened up, uh, challenge what's happening um, with Border Patrol, with his you know state National Guard and, uh, and lawsuits. Uh, he's got a great attorney general, so I know lawsuits have been filed and on and on and on. But just the optics of packing and, – and, Taking them back across the border, what good is that when you have a wide open border? I love the fact that they're being bussed into New York and into Washington, D.C., and they can't handle it. They're very cautious in their words, and we're going to put them up in $400 a night Ritz-Carlton and Waldorf Astoria hotels, and we're going to take good care of them, and then all of a sudden we're being overrun. We're just talking about a few busloads. We're being overrun. Our city services can't stand it. What a great bit of symbolism. I, I just think it's terrific. I really, really do. All right, we are nearing the top of the hour. Rather than cut one of our next callers short, I think we'll go ahead and take our break right now if we can, Blake. I've got some excellent audio for you of um, Ron DeSantis responding to Biden's latest babble. I definitely want to play for you uh, and remind you what Trevor Loudon had to say at the end of his interview on the show last week, maybe recap a little bit of what uh, what we learned from Dick Morrison as well. But mostly it's going to be you and me, 303-696-1971, second hour. Wake up with Randy Corcoran up ahead on 710 KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, 
whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.